You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. What up, what up, what up? Hey. You hear this? Uh, hey. We started 2015 a little ratchet. Just kidding. We're not talking about that cocoa. We're talking about this chocolate cocoa you see on our skin, honey. You hear me? With that cocoa. Exactly. Welcome to another edition of Black Hollywood Live yes. Next, where we talk to yes. all the up-and-coming artists, musicians, actors in this industry, the people that you need to know because they are next. You hear me? So, I am your host, Megan Thomas, and this lovely piece of cocoa chocolate next to me is... What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. I'm Cortez G. West. Welcome back. 2015. 2015. I feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today, as always, we always have a great guest. So for 2015, we're starting with that fire. Well, you heard that, right? Start great, with that always fire. have a great guest. Rem- remember that. Yes. By the way. This <laughs> week, we have a fine, wonderfully talented, beautiful I'm glad you said fine and not me. That you. <laughs> yes. Hey, keep that going. Hey. Mind you, you know who this guy is. You've seen him either in a music video, in yep. a play, on a TV show, in a movie, on your Netflix, or you've seen him in your dreams. Either way, you've seen <laughs> Come on, this man. Give it up for Christian Bump that up, bump that up. Yes, Christian Keys is in the building. Hey, hey, I'm in love with with the Christian Keys. With the Christian Keys. What's up, Christian? Yes, and Christian got a new book out. It's called Ladies Night, and it's this handsome man. Who's on the front of it? Thank you very much. Got your chest out. You gonna get a chest cold? Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're gonna talk about your book in a minute, but at first we, we want to do a little uh, have a little fun. Yeah, yeah, have a little fun. Have a little Why fun. Not? Why not? Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 just kind of to get us out, let you guys know about this book, man. I actually got a chance to read the book, not fully yet. I was about to lie. <laughs> Yeah, don't but I started story. to read it when I realized that he was now he's he's now an author. So I was like, let me read this, man. Yeah. Let me let me read this. So especially when I heard the, the description about it. So now I want to play a game. We're gonna play a little short little game. It's called Let's. Let Ladies Night. Are we about to fight? Oh. So basically, we're gonna okay. give you a couple of scenarios. Okay. Within mm-hmm. those scenarios, you're gonna say you're gonna let us know whether it's a ladies' night or are we about to fight. Okay. Night, all right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. All right. Let's start with the first one. If I can find it. All right. Here we go. So you're on a date. Leaving a restaurant, mm-hmm. walking out the restaurant. Right, walking out. That was a, that was a guy. I mean, I'm sorry. That was a girl look, checking you out. You know. Okay. Then all of a sudden, you get ready to get in the car. You open the door for your lady, and let another lady walk up to your lady that was with you and punch her in the face. What kind of night that is? Oh man, that's an ICU night. I can't hit her back. So um, let me see. Maybe I can shove Bay in the car, and then um, and then I don't know if I got a little pepper spray or a taser or something. I tase the other chick. No, I'm kidding. Um, I can't really, you know, I can try to separate them, uh-huh. but that's how you end up getting punched in the fight. But I, I, I can't, you know, get the other chick back. Exactly. That's not the business. All right, so we're gonna call that a way. In between, I got to I got to get light night. I got to get out of the way. We got Go, I like fight night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is your first time doing a solo strip. Yeah, strip tease for, okay. the, for the ladies, and uh, you don't your strip tease, and you look up at the DJ, fine, beautiful female DJ, 
Y'all make eye contact. Mm-hmm. You smile, she smiles. What kind of night that is? Day night. <laughs> that's ladies night. It's day night. night. That's ladies, it's day night. Night. That's ladies, ladies night. night. Exactly, right? Exactly. She, she probably gonna get the kind of the, the version of the striptease that they don't get in the show, like uh-huh. in the actual performance. So she probably get like the real deal. So that's yeah. a little clip in the book, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and find that out in yeah. Ladies Night, written by yeah, yeah, Kristen yeah. Keys. All right, so one more. Driving down the 405. I'm sorry, 405. This is what they're saying. 405. (laughs) Exactly. You're in the car with your girl, and you pass Sunset. She wanted you to get off on Sunset Avenue. Uh, What is it? Sunset Avenue, right? Sunset Boulevard. So, Boulevard. Boulevard. Yes. You're passing. And she says, why you get off on Sunset? And you say, because I know a better way, and I'm driving. But it's her car. So, next thing you know, she hits you with a Holyfield right hook. To your left, right side of your face. What kind of question is that? While I'm driving? While you're driving. <laughs> oh, first is that of a all. ladies' night? Oh, we about to fight. Um, that's a, <laughs> let me help you back, man. That's a we can't come back night. Um, we can't come back from that night. No. That's, oh, a, you, don't, that's a, you don't get to put your paws on that, me. I got, I, got to, I got to be responsible for not hitting you back. But you don't, if a woman ever hits me, we're done for right, life. Like, right. delete my number. I don't care if you're on fire in front of me. I'm not throwing water on you. If a woman ever hits me, we, we can't date no more. That's I'm a Rihanna. Right. even thinks about it. That's a Rihanna and Chris moment yeah, right there. Never, yeah, never. Yeah, knockonhappen.com. <laughs> I'm not going to hit you back, but I will politely pull over. If it's her car, mm-hmm. I'll pull over and I'll get out. Get out. Exactly. Uber your there way you home, go. honey. Yeah. There's Uber and Lyft yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so last yeah. one, my man. You're at your new job, and you got a co-worker, female co-worker. Fine. Y'all hit it off. Mm-hmm. You know, go on a couple of dates. You know, hit it off. May, you know, kiss a little bit or whatever. Well. But she starts to get a little comfortable and start to realize this. You, she don't want to miss business with pleasure. So, what is that? A ladies' night? Or are we about to fight? Um, hmm. You know what? A ladies' night. I, th- I think at that point, if she stated that, we could keep it clean, you know, the rest of the night. Just kind of chill and enjoy the rest of the night. And then, and then you know, kind of taper it off from there and, and not. Because it is better sometimes not to mix. Unless... You guys both can handle it. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've had both sides. I, I've dated somebody I was touring with. Badidea.com. <laughs> um, very bad idea. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I've had it work out very well and end up, you know, falling in love with the chick. This was some years ago. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would I'd be like, you know what? Okay, I respect that. Let's, um, you know, let's red box it, some red wine and, and chill. And, and then, you know, tomorrow we'd get back to work. Right. So, at Amp, I'm sorry, the character in the book, Ladies Night, Kind of had that problem too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's got a lot of problems, but you know what? A lot of and, and honestly, everybody asks me. This is all fictional. There's probably three or four percent of that book that is um, that's true. The robbery I got robbed third shift at Seven mm-hmm. Eleven when I was working there um, by a dude with a machete. Oh, what? Um, yeah, I tried to give him everything in the store. <laughs> that's why that's, I would too. All that is verbatim. I was like, bro, uh, this money in the other cash register. <laughs> Money you want that too? Two? Yeah, like, want to get you a bag to put all your new money in? Right. You look like you smoke. Can I get you a couple of cartons of uh, 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 right? nicotine or uh, uh, whatever? A uh, Newports? Right. Uh, literally, I try to give him everything because right. I was like, "Look, bro, let me get you out of here. I'm mm. not trying to. Di- I'm not. Get- I'm not dying for seven dollars or whatever I was making at the time. Right. Right, right, right. So yeah, nice. Let me have you move that mic a little closer so we can hear you real well. There it is. There it is. Yes, right. yes. I'm so excited about this book. Actually, I mean, of course, the title and the cover. Thank you. With your abs mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. But um, no. One thing that I wondered, of course, a lot of people probably wonder this. 
you know, amping the story, turns to exotic dancing. Are you an exotic dancer? Have you been one in the past? I, I did it. I did an amateur night once on a dare. My girlfriend really? dared me because her, her and her girls was going to go out and and um, this oh, actually, she put you on display. Yeah, she was like, um, <laughs> she was like, we're going to the strip club, whatever. Like, okay, y'all have fun. She was, and she challenged me. She was like, you, you would never do that, would you? I was like, I'd probably go do amateur night. You know, make it, make a little money. Come on. Right. She's like, nah, you you too too square for that. I was like, mm, please. <laughs> so um, I went and did it. I made about seven hundred dollars in thirty minutes. What? Yeah, Are you serious? I cleaned up. Matter of fact, they was calling my house for two months. Like, um, <laughs> is Doctor Phil good there? We, we uh, that, wait, Doctor Phil good? Doctor Phil good. Doctor Phil good. Oh man. Oh my gosh. So that's the other story in there that that my amateur night was was true, and then the uh, the, the the gas station robbery was true. Everything else is just you know something I wanted to do a really cool urban spin on the magic mic because so many um you know ebony women uh latino women everybody was like yo it's not enough chocolate in, right, in right. magic mic and yeah. i was like ping there you go. <laughs> i can write that there you go oh yeah absolutely so we're gonna get into some questions about you let's about your life so just like amp in the book you grew up in flint michigan right mm-hmm. and you also it was a little bit rough you grew up in the the foster care system tell us about that how how was that growing up how does that affect you now um, if anything, it's I'm um, better for it now. Um, I, I, I'm appreciative. I bless my food because I've been homeless. You know, I, I, I was in 12, 13, 14 different foster homes, three group homes, a couple of detention centers. I bounced around a lot. So every six or nine months, I was in a different home. You know, I went to like five or six middle schools, five or six high, six or seven high schools. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, like every six months, I was okay. Well, you're gonna go to this school district, and you'll be in this foster home, and it was crazy. Uh, most of the parents were African American. Occasionally, I, en- I end up with a, a white family, like twice, I think, out of the out of the thirteen or fourteen. But it was it, it built me to to be the man I am today. I'm grateful for it. I wouldn't change a thing. It made me a better parent because I have a son. Um, Christian Jr. Yeah, that's my that's my dude right there. How old is he now? Uh, he just turned twelve on the twenty third. Oh my December. goodness! Oh, wow. So yeah, he cleaned up too. By the way, because he, he gave me two lists. He texted me was like, "This is my birthday list, Dad, and for Christmas." <laughs> I'm like, "Goodness!" So. Right. Gosh, man. That's how you got to do it, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Flint is probably one of the tougher neighborhoods in the country in the Midwest. I remember watching something with what Michael Moore he was talking about Flint, Michigan, and all the stuff that was going on, and I was like, I had no idea Flint, Flint is, was like that. Whoa. And it's 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 heartbreaking to see the city um, from where it was to where it is now. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you hope that it's going to come back, like Detroit. Like Detroit is really fighting to come back, but you don't want to see them fall off and just you know have the state and the government just give up on them and then it just be the wild wild right. west out there because right. that's what it's shaping up to be. It's mm-hmm. not. You know the people are beautiful. They're hardworking, blue collar people, but it's 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 heartbreaking to go through the city and see what it. You can buy a house now for five, six, seven thousand dollars. Wow, what was the what was probably the most craziest thing that you encountered when you were in Flint? Getting shot at four or five times. I said, what? Did you ever like? Did, it, did you, you ever get left? shot? No, I don't. Oh they put gosh. five through the front window when I was washing dishes. They shot at us, not at us, but they shot the club up when we were walking out. Um, messed up my short set when I dove in the grass. <laughs> the same night, so we. Oh yeah, I was killing them. You couldn't tell me. I was, ooh, Man. kill them. I was killing them. Let me tell it. Um, <laughs> got around the corner to where we had parked. They had stole my car. What? So I was over two that night, and I didn't get no numbers. I was over oh. three. <laughs> Flint, so, Michigan. Yeah, Flint is something else, man. Like I said, I, I love it because the 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 texture of the people, the tone of the people, it's just appreciative blue collar people, but. The opportunities there, the finances aren't there. The the it's a lot, you know. It's, 
I just hope we bring it back mm-hmm. somehow. I hope so. Yeah. Well, Ben and Flip Michigan, did that bring about acting and singing? And- um, no, it just did more so about shaping me as a, as a person. Um, I really didn't know I wanted to do it in any of that. I started modeling probably like around 98. And then, um, and you made, were old then? I'm not saying. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Trying to get that. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. trying. Google it anyway. I don't know, right? Come on, man. If you really want to know, Google. I'm 39. Oh, really? Yeah. Black don't okay. crack, honey. Not Amen. a bit. Give me some. Oh, yeah. I got a couple, I got a couple that, V-necks that say black don't crack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So really I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> and I got the hoodie. And I got I the gotta, hoodie. Gotta, yeah. I got to get yeah. one of those, man. So I got you. I'll hook you up yeah. with Deborah. She's, yeah. you know. Yeah, man. It's It's... Flint shaped me as a man, but when I started modeling, um, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I can hustle on the weekend, you know, mm-hmm. get this fashion show or this photo shoot over here, pick up 100, 200 extra. And then I messed around and got an audition for a gospel play, mm-hmm. All Men Can't Be Dogs, in 2002, um, December 2002. And I booked it, and I was like, oh, Lord. First I, acting I don't know how to act. act. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't done a commercial, nothing. Jesus, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't had time to grab my shoes or nothing, Jesus. <laughs> I had to um, rain my life. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, and then I ran and I went to Barnes & Nobles, the University of Barnes & Nobles, and read oh, every book on acting I could. I jumped in classes immediately there in Michigan, and then when I moved out here in 06, I, I jumped in every class I could take. Auditioning classes, right. improv classes, acting classes, technique, scene, study. I'm still in class. Right. Okay, so when did songwriting come? When did, when did, when did music come? Music probably has already been there for you. It right? had. Okay. 12. I wrote my first song at 12. I fell in wow. love with music at 9. Um, Stevie Wonder's uh, Overjoyed. Mm. I, I played that thing until it, the record wouldn't play no more. Records, these little plastic uh-huh. things. Yes. <laughs> and you put the little S-shaped disc uh. in the middle so it stays on the record player. Right. Google it, y'all. Because um, <laughs> I want to remember the one with the needle. Uh, That's what you're talking about. No, the the little holder, the thing you put right in the middle of the record. Right, right, right. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, I thought that, it was I just remember. needle, right? I thought it was just like a little No, no, point. no. That's what goes on it okay. when it yeah. turns. That's oh. It's like yeah, a circle, yeah. and then it, it's like a little S-shaped thing in there, mm-hmm. and it holds the record perfectly on the on the right, center of right. the thing. It's a, showing your age, girl. No, oh. I just love music, honey. <laughs> so you said you wrote your first song at twelve? Yeah, yeah. Was, do you remember the words? Yeah. You remember the words? Um, yeah, actually, I was in class and the whole song came. Okay, come on. And I was. I'm background call. Come on, that's true talent. See, come on, you know, yeah, to sing it Keep in mind, I was twelve, so this is very basic, and this is a couple decades ago. And you remember the words. <laughs> yes, the song was uh it was called Lately and it goes um Lately I've been thinking about my old lover Lately I've been wondering if she still cares Lately I've been thinking about my old lover Lately I've been wondering if that love was still there Did it go anywhere? 12 was, years old. Okay, wait a minute. What? <laughs> That was Thank amazing. You. But what old lover was you having at 12? I know, right? Come I, on, I, bro. I, I was... I, 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 <laughs> Coco. <laughs> Who was you dating at 12? Coco. I got soda. <laughs> no, I, I think what it was was that I had fallen in love with what, what was real music at the time. Stevie and, and, and then Michael came out and everybody else. And then I was like, oh, what is this? So I think I incorporated some of the things, some of their stories into... You know what I was, what I was wanting to write about. Now, mm-hmm. You know, at twelve, you know, you start. I had had a, I had had a girlfriend or two. I had a 
a crush or two, third, fourth, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh man, I, you know, and, and now I'm reminiscing about maybe an old crush, not right. an old lover. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's not bad for a 12 year old song. Right. It's not, that's not, not bad. That's very mature. What are some? Yeah. What, are, what are some of the people that people say that you, your your tone is like? Because you're giving me Eric, Eric Benet, you're giving me a little bit of, and that's a know. heck of a compliment because Eric's a beast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see, uh, a little bit of. Uh, I've heard Eric before. I've heard mm-hmm. some baby faces stuff when I play up in the, the falsetto stuff. Mm-hmm. I hear some of the the, the, the Maxwell comparison. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. and, you know, any of them, man. Uh, you know, you'll hear some prints in in there sometimes, mm-hmm. or you'll hear some uh-uh. some some. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 please. I, I, we, when we toured with Cheaper the Keeper. I got uh-huh. to sing "Adore" every night. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, that was, oh, oh man, that was amazing. So you might hear some Anthony Hamilton, some some gravelly, soulful mm-hmm. stuff in there, depending on if I'm singing something bluesy. It just depends. I just love good music. I. I Everything, uh, rock, hip hop, R and B, soul, old school, you name it. Country. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm working on trying to get into it. <laughs> okay. I'm working on trying to get into that. Okay. It's all about mm. the stories. Country, country <laughs> yeah, songs. I know, right? Yeah. So yeah. you've been in more than forty stage plays, twelve hundred theatrical shows. You've done plays, especially with um, Tyler Perry. A bunch. A lot of people. I think I saw you the first time on a Tyler Perry play back in the day. Probably. Like way back in the day, I was like, "Who is he? He's fine." Um, <laughs> yes. And what, what, are some, what are some of the things that you learned uh, just being around Tyler Perry and, and with his work ethic? Because we got a few people on this, on this, in the same seat that mm-hmm. have worked with Tyler. Well, I want to, I want to say this. I do remember I read that he said that you were, you were one of the most consistent male actors that he's ever worked yes. with, and that's coming from Tyler Perry. Yeah, that's that's a heck of a compliment coming from him. Um, just. Basically that, consistency, um, certain professionalism things, um, um, just how to improv, you know, somebody's cell phone would ring in the, in the, during the middle of the play and he'd be like, hold on, Sonny, and, and go straight into, you know, Medea, be yeah. on somebody's head, like, you really just going to sit there and let it, well, go ahead and answer it now, no, see what it is. give me the phone, and so Medea would be talking to whoever is yeah. on, calling this person in the middle of the show. When Medea gets done, you got you had to be ready to jump right back right. and know what her line was and yours. So it like it, it taught you on the spur of the moment how to think on your feet and and just being around all those amazing people, David and Tamla Mann, mm-hmm. um, Levan Davis, Cassie Davis, um, just so many uh, Tamar Braxton. Mm-hmm. She toured with us, um, and she had a smaller part. I didn't know that woman could sing like that. She can right. sing her yeah. face off and yes. then back on again. Um, <laughs> And she didn't sing in the show, so I was driving up the street, and all the way home was on the radio. And I was the new hit by uh, Tamar Braxton. I was like, "What?" Yeah, that song is dope. Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you just—I got to work with so many people on their way up, and already established, and you know, Cheryl Pepsi Riley, just so many amazing people, and it was—it was just a treat. I—I I felt like it was Christmas every day. Oh, That's good. That's good. So, in addition to all of these plays, you've also written screenplays as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites, which is Note to Self, you can catch Thank it on you. Netflix because yes. it's on there, <laughs> and it's featuring Latoya Luckett. How different was it to be acting in a movie that you actually wrote? It was amazing to see Latoya Luckett, Eva Pickford, Brian McKnight, these people, you know, uh, Braley Evans, Jason Weaver, to see them come and bring it to life. Uh, Miss Valerie Pettiford, Richard T. Jones, you know, actors that stay working every other movie, mm-hmm. you know, consistently mm-hmm. um, and have absurd resumes and to see them take your your work seriously and then breathe these words to life. It was amazing. It, it, it felt uh, amazing kind of sells it short, but it felt incredible just to sit there and be a part of it and then help cast those people in it, you know, because I had, I had just toured with Brian and, um, I told him I had a role for him, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
not that he was being funny. He just, people tell him stuff like that all the time. Right. So for us to finally, you know, when I called him, I said, hey, we got the budget, this, that, and the other. Are you available to shoot? He's like, oh, you're actually going to do this. I said, yes. <laughs> do you want the part? He said, yes. <laughs> so, you know, it was it was great to have that kind of relationship with, with amazing icons like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it, just, it was just a dream come true. And it made me really want to, you know, take the other 12 scripts I have and other 10 shows, TV shows that I've written and just really push to get those done. Right, right, right. So, I mean, you have a, a, a billion talents, but one thing that I love is your singing. <laughs> so I went to do a little research, and I found one of your videos. <laughs> I, don't, I already know what's coming. Classic. Which one do you think Classic. it is? Classic. Something about cooking dinner uh, naked. Yeah. Ah. Yes, yes. They just got me in the barbershop. Look, look, look at the eyes. Good, look at the eyes. Catch the eyes, man. <laughs> you know what I want you to do. <laughs> do you ever look at yourself sometimes and say, "Man, that was corny." Do you ever do that sometimes? No, I loved it. Oh man, I was in Applebee's when I wrote this. <laughs> I mean it. it the twenty, the twenty for twenty. Yeah, I was like, I was like you know what? I want to write a blues song, but it's got to be something I would say. Oh man. Okay, so in this video, it looks like the girl's naked and you're naked too when you're laying down. Eventually. Are you really, are you really <laughs> naked? I had, a, I had a sock on every on the equipment. Are you serious? But that was it. And was she naked except for the apron? Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, but how it. how does that work well, out, well, bro? Well, remember been... too, in the in the video, she she's marriage. That's my wife. That's what I, and that's what I was gonna ask. And the marriage bed is under file. Because I was yes. gonna ask you. I said I noticed you had on a wedding bed. By, by the way, it was on your right hand. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I, right. I, I was trying to get reach around the door. I couldn't be like this though. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah, it'd have been weird. Like thriller. Is he, is he a cat? Thriller. <laughs> but we, that was the message we wanted to convey. That yes, this is sexy. Yes, this is you know sexual in nature but this is also a man coming home to his wife right. and that's the story that we wanted to convey um Tridestin studio shot that for me and they they did an amazing job amazing. the lighting was great yes. yeah they, they, they did that you're like Tridestin studios like go-to guy for everything i, I love them i um love they've it. been a huge blessing to me i work with them on per, uh, perfect combination and we haven't stopped working together since um, i haven't been in everything and i'm, I'm not going to be in everything but um if i find a budget for something that i've written and they're available. I'm going to go to them and have them, you know, right. see if they can shoot it for me because they've been a blessing to me. So I like to be a blessing back. That's right, a good right, marriage. Right. That's a good marriage. And yeah. so uh, you're always the leading man on a lot of these plays, movies, and TV shows. <laughs> Are you? Is there any leading lady in your life for real? Um, I'm single for now. Um, I, dating in LA is funny. It's, it's a little difficult yeah. sometimes. Um, so I'm open. You know, I, I do date occasionally, uh, but it's 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 tough out here because you'll you'll find somebody that you like maybe, and then you mess around and, and stumble. I'm not big on, on checking my chick's Instagram and all of that, but you go on there a month or two after you meet somebody right. and you're dating and then she's in her underwear every other day, you know, <laughs> with her with her cake sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. It's that's not the kind of I'm grown. Right, right. You know, so I'm I'm not looking for wifey I'm looking for wife. I don't want to waste any more time. So if right. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna start a relationship, I want it to be I got a son already, I want another you know, another kid or two. I want somebody gotta take this last name. I got stuff I wanna do. In oh, my you life. heard so, it ladies. So, I mean, but what is the one thing that you, when you look at a female, what is that one thing they'd be like, okay, she, she making, she making, get she made, yeah. Well, I feel like when she's, when she's, I love when a woman keeps herself together. She, you know, she's spiritual, got a sense of humor, because I'm an idiot. I'm silly. But <laughs> when she's bad enough to where she could be doing all of that, all them sexy stuff, all mm-hmm. that sexy pictures and all of that, but she doesn't have to. Right. Yeah. She's secure enough. She doesn't need that validation. Matter of fact, if she wants any any validation, it's from either him or you. Right. You know, as as her man, you want that and instead of oh, well, she needs these 
4,000 or 40,000 likes or whatever the case may be um, for this, you know, underwear shot. No, baby, yeah. you don't have to. You're, you're, you're breathtaking. You don't got to do all of that. Yeah. Yes. You got me already. So save all that for me at home. You know, if you got to do some of it in the art and it's artsy and that kind of thing. But if it's just, you know, for likes and the validation and for Insta fame. Miss me with it. I'm, you I'm just good. you just preach to a lot of Instagram models. <laughs> Let they, me validate you. I know. I'm going to say like, I'll just, just log 6,000 followers. Just I know. They have to delete pictures. Now, uh, Christian, I don't have none of those pictures up. I just, <laughs> I can't, man. I, I just can't. Personally, I'm not judging them. I just, for what I'm looking for, what right. I'm ready for in my life, I can't do that. I agree. And tell us about this, um... This tattoo on your chest. That's like your logo. This is your this is your brand. What why did you choose this tattoo? I got that tattoo the day that I got my ring back from my ex fiance. Um years ago. Wow. Um I was hurting and I took the ring back to the jewelry store and they gave me some in store credit or whatever, gave me some cash back and I was like, you know what, I want a tattoo. <laughs> I want to, and at the time I had a basketball on fire on my chest uh-huh. with my initials on it, and I realized that day that I didn't want to be a grown man with a basketball <laughs> on fire with my initials on it on right. my chest. So I was like, "Hmm, let me go get a cover up." And then when I was there, he's like, "We don't have anything big enough." And I, I said, "Well," then I drew up a cross. I said, "Well, can you enlarge this to scale to where it would cover it?" I said, "Because I can, I can." die a, a grown man 70 80 whatever with that cross on my chest right. i'm fine with that just not the basketball on fire <laughs> thing and we dropped it on there and and it just I'm, I'm grateful for it because it you know circumstance makes sometimes the best thing and it end up being a a, a logo logo right. out, of, out of nowhere it pretty much i think during the play uh when uh <laughs> when you came out and she was just like that is she, a cross <laughs> that was yeah, she was like that's is a that cross, a cross? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the t- your tattoo was like the talk for that whole while yes, that whole play was yes. playing, man. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm I'm not getting any more ink. I got enough in that one. I got four tattoos. I'm done Dying. with that. Yeah, good right, man. Right. So it's 2015 right now. So what is, we you just came out as an author now. Mm-hmm. We got you as an author. What's next? Two, 2015 has to be something. I feel like you're. The Man in 3B is coming um, okay. yes. in February or March. Actually, we're screening it here in L.A. at the Pan-African Film Festival, I believe, mm-hmm. February 16th or 17th, the closing night. Um, that's it's, The cast is bananas. Myself, Billy D. Williams, Lamont Rucker, Nafisa Williams, Jack A. Harry, D.B. Woodside, Kalita Smith. Um, it's like 19 other people in that movie that, that you know their names and yeah. you know their work. Um, it's based off the bestseller by Carl Weber. The Man in 3B, and um, it's, it's a really good story. It's a murder mystery, and we don't do a lot of that. Yeah. Like, urban film-wise, we don't, and I think we should branch off into every avenue of of filmmaking, and, and I'm really excited about this one. I'm mm-hmm. not a nice guy in this one, so. Yeah, yeah. the thing is with that, I, I definitely like the fact that you're, I'm, I agree greatly with um, Tyler Perry that you're consistent. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, absolutely. Every year you're doing something. Right? Thank you. But as far as Christian Jr. right now, we have a picture of you and Christian, by the way. <laughs> he was fairly new. Not that one. Come on, Alexis. There we go. Oh, man. Yeah, he was a few months old. The, all of this is ponytail. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is this all your hair? That is ponytail. Oh, my, my, mother's, oh, my mother was uh, Native American and French, and my pops was black. So, like, okay. my hair grows like that. So, it, yeah, that was all. Before I cut it, it was down here. But oh, when I saw this, I was like, who is this Latino man? Hel- like, I know. <laughs> man, so Christian Jr. is 12 right now. What are your hopes yeah. for Christian right now? Ooh. Um. Just that, just that he ends up happy. I don't push him into acting. He may want to do something. He's done a couple movies with me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was going to ask you that. Like, what, what if he wants to get into the industry? I'll How let him. I'll let okay. him. I'll let him as long as he's happy and as long as it's healthy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be one of those stage dads or weirdos that, you know, you're not doing it right. You're not crying. I'm not going into that. I don't, mm-hmm. I want him to love whatever it is. If it's sports, he's brilliant at video games. I'll buy him. I just brought him the new 
black ops and he beat it in a day. What? <laughs> like the, in a day? Yeah, the next day he's like, oh, by the way, Dad, I beat that game yesterday. Can you pass the catch up? It's like, what? what? I beat the game in a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me ask you, I, I, I wanted, when I saw the picture of you and Chris and I wanted to ask you this, the first thing that popped in my head, as a single father, you mostly hear single mother. Yeah. As a single father, what is, a, if, if, I'm a, if I'm watching you right now, listening to you right now, and I'm a single father, what can you say to help encourage me? Just make the time. Um, ask open-ended questions because kids just love to ramble. Mm-hmm. So I, I've learned to just I ask open-ended questions and let him talk until he's tired or out of breath. Um, they just want to feel safe and, and know that you care, know that they matter. And, you know, that's what I try to do. I just I, I make sure to tell him. I tell him too much probably that I love him and that I miss him and I take care of him and, that you know, that, that he's important to me. And he'll tell me, you know, Dad, you say that a lot. Mm-hmm. But when he's older, he'll know. He'll be like, you know what, there wasn't a day went past that my dad didn't say, you know what, Boogie, I love you. I think right. he knows that, man, because he yeah. sent you a test and said that you were his hero. Dude, that, that, <laughs> that would be, I'm glad I was alone. Man. I was like... <laughs> You had to hold Shack, that. That Shack got me right there. Who the garlic? Who the garlic yes. out of there? That got me. So yeah. I love. He's the, he's the best thing in my life. Biggest blessing ever. There me. you go. So yeah. so that that woman, ladies, that woman that's coming inside of um, Keys and Keys life. Yeah, yes. gotta take Kristen and Kristen Jr. Hey man, hey man, it's a package deal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what can we, since we, before we wrap it up, what can we, um, how can we find you on all social media? Um, well, my real pages are you catfish. I know, get right? on my nerves. I can't stand <laughs> y'all. Um, Instagram and Twitter are the same at Christian Keys. Not Christian Keys Mobile, Christian Keys 1, 2, 3, the or Christian 4. Keys, right. Yeah, the real. None of them are real. They're all fake. It's at Christian Keys. That's my Instagram, at Christian Keys. That's my Twitter. My Facebook is Christian Keys Official Fan Page. Those are those are my official sites. Thank you. And I just want to let everyone let everyone know on the air that Christian said I can have his tie. Since I have the gold when we leave. Don't believe everything you hear on the internet. <laughs> Do not believe you hear it. You got the gold one. <laughs> yeah, and I want the black one now. Because I've seen it in person it. now. No, I want it. Like, I don't even wear ties. I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> that's what's up. You would kill this though. <laughs> I know, right? Like exactly. Sure. Oh, Janet Jackson. The pants come all the way up here? Yeah. Cortez, where can find you? You can find me on all social media as well as Cortez G. West. That's the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, all of that. Cortez G. West. And make sure you also follow us on BHL Online. We appreciate you. We don't really like to say followers, we like to say supporters, guys. Yeah, family. Yeah. family. Yeah. Exactly. Social media family. Yes. Exactly. Megan, where can we find you, love? And as always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And don't forget to post your comments, because we love to shout you out if we can, okay? Post your comments. Of we course. love you. Until next week, y'all. Thanks to our engineer, Alexis. Thanks, Alexis. Happy 2015, everybody. 2015. Producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.